Ken. Oh, Kendra. Another year wrapping on up. I know. And and you know what? Um, I just want to bring something up that happened recently what? real quick. But uh, I don't know if, you know, people. some people wouldn't know this, but Kendra, it seems, has gone into the end game portion of this. She's hit the <laughs> nuclear button. By that, I mean full Facebook posts tagging me. Oh, my God. About this Jeez. podcast. I mean, like, that's the number one thing that you're supposed to do. Friends, friends of friends, family members, right before the holidays, <laughs> setting me up for abject humiliation. I just, wanted, I just wanted you to, you know, really take a bath in it. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> and, like, looking at you now, you got your cool little neckerchief on. Thank you. You're looking very stylish and great. Thank I couldn't you. feel worse yeah. about my station in life yeah. right now. You just threw me to the wolves. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's called promotion of our podcast, and we're supposed to do it. It's fair. Um, so, Thanks for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> here to help. <laughs> so this week, we are talking about the year that was 2018. Year in review. <laughs> yeah, it's the year in review. This is part one. Um, we're going to talk about movies and podcasts and some other TV, stuff. TV, miscellaneous. Well, TV and miscellaneous. Favorite things. That's next, next week. Uh, I shouldn't next. be talking. Sorry. Well, I'm just like you, helping people You had a plan like, and I just what, stepped all over yeah, it. Yeah, so part one is this and then okay. part two is right, going to be this is part one of TV. seven. Part one deals with what, Kendra? <laughs> um, this is part one. I've already said this seven times now. Movies, Say it again. podcasts. And part two is going to be... Our favorites in TV um, and music and some miscellaneous. So, I think one of our first biggest questions for 2018. I mean, the question of 2018. Who is the top Top Chris? Chris. Top Chris. (laughs) Top Chris. Top Chris of 2018. God, imagine a Top Chef show, but for Chris is... (laughs) But it's still a cooking show? Yeah. Good. Um, So... I think actually all the Chris's had a pretty banger year. Can I just say before we get to this, this is for a general public question. Because for me, my top Chris is friend of the show, Chris Pearsall. A man whom I love and adore. (laughs) Just want to get that out of the way. Okay. I want to make sure that he knows this when he listens to this five months from now after I guilt him into listening to it. That he's my number one baby. Yeah. Number one Chris with a bullet. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. But back to what people really care about. Yeah, right. Who's your top pick? Well, I so I, I think we know who my top pick is. And it's Chris Evans. Okay. That, do you think for 2018, top Chris is Chris Evans? I think, he, so he was he was in Infinity War, and he was pretty good in Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. He had a great introduction in Infinity War. Yeah. He comes out of the shadows, and you're like, oh, Cap has a beard now. Right. He looks sexy AF. Did you see he's, he shaves his beard in this next one? I don't get what happened proving, there. Proving the 29 might not be Chris Evans' year. No, he's already at a disadvantage, <laughs> I think. You know where I stand on beards. Imagine just shaving your beard just in depression because half the world is gone. I've actually imagined that quite a bit lately. <laughs> Um, no, I, so he's my number you one. You like, no one to impress. That's the thing that makes no sense. That's exactly when you should grow out your beard. I, yeah, well, I think that beard, the, the initial beard, was actually, that was the beard of him being, like, on the run and sort of being rogue cap. Yeah. And now he's like, nothing matters anymore, so I might as well. He's like, he's like opposite of, like, every other person that's grown a beard. Like, anytime you've seen some late night dude be like sad like Conan yeah, yeah. or like David Letterman and be like now nah, I'll just grow my beard right like, it's the opposite it's the yeah, opposite of him he's like I'm sad so I'm gonna shave my beard <laughs> it's, I don't get it but he's Captain America we're not right. who's to argue with that yeah um, but I think it's really his Twitter pre- presence which is um, mm. he manages to be uh, very like funny and topical uh, actor like you know tweeting about the current times without being 
uh, annoying or condescending or mm-hmm. seemingly full of shit. Uh, so I tend to enjoy him there, and so that skyrockets him above all the other Chris's. One who I think my top Chris is? Yes, go ahead. Henry Cavill. Oh, wow. He is a Chris, isn't he? Let's just oh, say yeah. he's a Chris. Chris Cavill. He just like seems like a Chris, but I don't. But he isn't a top Chris. He's, he, his name is Henry. We Listen, he was in... We'll get to this, but he was in a favorite movie of mine of the year, and he yeah. was great in it. Yeah. Um, but he's, I wonder what but that in, movie is. Outside, as a citizen, he's he's questionable. Yeah, I know. He's not actually my top Chris yeah. because his name's Henry. So. We all know the he cr- might be my top Henry because I don't know any other Henrys. Let's get down to business. We know that the Chris has come down to Hemsworth and Evans. We know it. And in this case... But I think Pine had a thing because he had some moments. Because he has a thing. Yeah, we know. People saw it in that movie, Kendra. You can't stop talking about it even though I bring it up every time. I still time. haven't seen it. Um, well, didn't he do Wonder Woman this year? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman this year? When? Your your mind is warped. And look at, <laughs> later on, you're going to try and convince people that Greatest Showman came out this year. We need to put the, put an end to this right now. Those are last that year was movies. Rude. That Come was on. Rude of they you. did release an awesome picture of him in the new Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, where he's dressed up in like 80s garb. Oh, yeah. In like it a makes mall. No sense. How does he I don't come know, back to but life? I was, everyone was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll go along with this. Uh, okay, yeah. So I think my top Chris might be Chris Hemsworth. Well, um, I, I, he certainly, of the Chris's and um, maybe even of the whole movie, he, he won Infinity War. I think he won. Infinity War. Yep. He moved a lot of big heavy things. Oh my god. Uh, and what a strong man. He's moving planets know, in that movie. <laughs> I know that this is technically 2017, <laughs> but I believe I saw it. That's fine. In 2018. I'll allow it. And I thought uh, uh his Thor Ragnarok was like one of the All best, right. uh funniest it was one great. of those movies. And it just made me say, like, oh, this character is is totally cool going a completely different angle with his vibe. I'm and glad I, that they realized that, that they they couldn't go the the earlier route route. Sorry. You can't you can't go that serious cuz it's already so like I don't know. It's unnecessary. Pretentious. Yeah. Pr- portentous. He's he's literally Thor. That, like that's you not don't... the word for this occasion, but I'm saying it anyway. It seems right. Yeah. He's Thor, so you don't need him to be any more conceited. Right, he's Thor. He's Thor. So, yeah. like, instead, make it funny make it, and make a joke about the devil's anus. Favorite yes. joke of oh my God. 2018. God, you <laughs> never stop talking about the devil's anus. I named my flash tribe the devil's anus. Did you really? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Was um, that a commentary on? Uh, yeah, on all the shit that I'm moving over. It was like you know, it's better than saying like something else. I don't do, know. Do you say devil's anus? Get ready for this load of content. Is that what you say? Yeah, I've heard you say it. I knew yeah. that. Um, so. We haven't mentioned... That was our intro. This is the... Sh- the show's called Two Degrees of Perry Gilpin. Here's the song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of Pratt. It's good we left him off. I think he doesn't deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't want Pratt in it. <laughs> Usually prattling on about him, but... It's not. <laughs> Four degrees... Perry Gilpin. Well, we were just talking about the Chris's, um, as you heard before our theme song that mm-hmm. Kendra so gracefully kicked. <laughs> <laughs> kicked to? Man, yes. We are not professionals. Anyway, um, yeah, so I think it was a great movie year. And uh, we already mm-hmm. mentioned one movie called Infinity War, which I think was a um, pretty fun uh, movie and they did a good job with it and uh, it's on my honorable mention list. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's generous. Okay. Really? I, I, I liked it but like oh my god you're shaking it so much. 
I thought it was good, but I also would say Spider-Man Homecoming was way better. That's not from this year. Who knows what time Oh my this lord, can. Kendra, when is this going to end? <laughs> you know what's also better? Batman 1989. <laughs> it's a better movie. I agree. I mean, well, come on. Now, let's just get into it. So I, I um, Kendra was like, yes, Ken, you can make a top movies list of the year, but please try and keep it down to like a, like a, a, a number that we can digest. Mm-hmm. Me and the audience can digest. And what I told her is... My audience loves me. They want to hear all of my picks for the year. They don't want to see a, a boiled down version of it. Mm-mm. But they I did. Do. I brought it down to five movies. And I'm just going to list them off and we'll go from there. Okay. And this is top. Top one. This yes. is one through five. So my favorite movie of the year was The Favorite. Okay. A movie we just watched together. Yes. My second favorite, My second movie of the year, number two, with a bullet, even though it's number two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is If Bill Street Could Talk. A movie I you saw this morning. This morning. That really does not give you much time to think about it. If you I know. It. <laughs> and we'll talk about that real in, in, a, in a sec. Then it's Mission Impossible 6 Fallout. Can't believe that was number one. Then it's Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's freaking insane. <laughs> and then it's Bad Times at the El Royale, mm-hmm. which is also kind of insane. But let me explain my picks. The favorite, when we were watching it, I was smiling like a dummy. I legitimately think it's the funniest movie of the year. And wow. like, it's... It's so well done, and I would say the one knock on it might be that um, did it have any sort of deeper point than just being mm-hmm. entertaining? I guess one thing you can look at is just the how um, sort of peripheral the uh, male characters are in it. I love versus that. The, that was, you know, that's pretty refreshing to see. Uh-huh. But again, it's not really a, it's not really part of the story or part of it in a way. Mm-hmm. It's more just handled in like a. I don't know. It's it's yeah. not really made as part of like the point of the movie. I guess maybe it is. What are your thoughts on that? As a woman, I really like. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, I love a question solely based off my genitalia. Um, I really liked the favorite. I liked it. It was like, it's nice to have a thing where it's like two women competing, but they're competing for like another woman. Yeah, like yeah, that's right, like right, right. a rare scenario that was enjoyable to see. Yeah, and and to see. The like, like you said, the male characters um, treated as sort of uh, pieces of eye candy and sort of as frivolous. Yes. Um, next to their sort of serious uh, yeah. sort of uh, endeavors was pretty fun. Um, the three actresses knock it out of the park. Yep. Rachel Weisz, Olivia Coleman, um, Emma Stone, mm-hmm. um, all very good. Uh, just, just a delight. Yeah, very. It's fun. it's it's crazy to say a movie is a delight when. Uh, you're basically watching people uh, exist in like the early uh, 18th century when everyone's just covered in shit at all yeah. times. It's like even if you're the queen, just shit is there. So right. Um, someone was like, imagine like how it, like they're like it looked pretty good, oh, but, but imagine the smell like there. It would yeah, just yeah, be yeah. like. Although they were more in the countryside, that's why people lived in the countryside. Right. You get that. You get that. You get that. <laughs> you were just like, oh, I can at least be a quarter mile from a giant pile of shit. Yeah, you're not smelling uh, human piss. You're smelling horse manure. Uh, it's, a, it's a slight improvement, but I think better. I would, yeah, I would argue better as well. Um, I just saw If Bill Street Could Talk just this morning, and I was telling Kendra before we recorded, mm-hmm. it has a. It feels like it's going to be my Carol of this year. Oh, yeah. In that when I saw Carol, I didn't know what it was really about, and so some of the, the sort of serious plot points um, were kind of like jarring to me. Because I yeah. almost thought I was seeing a movie that was just sort of like going to exist in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. When it actually has, you know, it had some real things happening. And if Bill Street could talk, like certainly has that. And it has a statement to make. Yeah. And it's all very important. Um, it's just the um, the two-minute trailer that came out was like a beautiful 
like yeah. poem, and it actually uses the real music, um, real score from the movie in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I love that score to the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just really beautiful. Then you see a two-hour movie, and it's like some real stuff's happening. Right, right, right. So I just think after I sit with it and I see it down the road, it has potential to be my favorite movie of the year. It also maybe could slide down, but for now, number two. Number two. With wow. a bullet. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, number three, we've talked about before, Mission Impossible Fallout. It's insane. I don't, I can't hear anything more about it. It's, <laughs> it's the best action movie I've ever seen. Uh, I'll wa- I'm going to watch it in 2019. I just, I it's it's so much fun. It's just a little too long. That's the only problem. It's exhaust. It's just a little like exhausting. Every movie on Earth. Yeah, um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I was trying it is to insane <laughs> for you to put this on this list. That just shows like how much you hate me. No, no, no. I don't. I almost didn't put it on this list because I was like, this is gonna seem like I'm doing this out of spite. But I saw it again the other night, as you know. At these um, are all movies that you've seen like in the last four I, days. Well, no, but yeah, but that's how they do. They usually release the best movies towards the end of the year. I'm like, mm-hmm. like last year, like Get Out came out early in the year. Mm-hmm. And in, in my honorable mentions, like Black Panther is there, a bunch of movies that came out earlier. But they usually wait to put out the better movies at this time of year. They put out popcorn movies in summer. They put out like the sort of like... Uh, All know, my movies pulp. came out in the summer. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but I just saw it again, as you know, at, um, at the Metrograph Theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was presented by the Coen Brothers that themselves, was insane. and Zoe Kazan and Bill Heck and Tim Blake Nelson were there. Did Bill Heck look more or less like um, Brad Pitt in person? <laughs> he didn't. John look thought at, that yeah. Bill Heck looked like Brad Pitt. He thought that he was. Yeah, the entire that's time. Brad Pitt, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god, oh no, oh John. Okay, continue. Um, but um, first of all, uh, this is alleged because I don't want to get sued. Uh, as you know, a lot of people listen to this, uh, especially in the biz. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that everyone was high as hell when they gave, when they <laughs> when they t- took the Q and A uh, afterwards, and it couldn't have been more delightful. The Coen Brothers have a great way of being like sort of dismissive of all, like of all that stuff, like but they're also they take it seriously and do give a good response, and they're very funny. So yeah. it was just like a great line of like answering the question, but sort of just being like a little, but not being like dicks about it at all. They were great. And just seeing Did it, people ask a question about meal ticket and say, can you guys, the, who, who of the siblings is the meal ticket? The funniest thing, and I, I can't even, I can't tell this with really like to get the joke across in any real way, but basically at some point they bring up violence in their movies. Zoe Kazan does and says, I think that they do it ethically and that's what I respect them for. If this was coming from somewhere else, someone else, I wouldn't have gone along with it or at least I would have questioned the motives because I know it's the Coen brothers, I respect them. And then Tim Blake Nelson was like, um, we, we're beginning a lifelong friendship, you and I, but I happen to disagree. And like everyone started laughing. Who's Tim Blake Nelson? He's Buster Scruggs. He's been in a oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they were like, they kind of just talked about it while the Coen brothers are just listening. And like the whole time, uh, Ethan Cohen, who I think was the highest person, allegedly, <laughs> uh, was sort of just looking up. <laughs> you and just ma- made that decision. And making him. like sort of like uh, facial movements, like in surprise and like thinking. And like he was the funniest person the whole thing. He, every time he spoke, it was hilarious, but even when he didn't speak, he was, he was just- very expressive and it was great. And um, and then that they sort of went on for like five ten minutes, kind of like I am now. Yeah. And then the um, the person uh, doing the interview uh, brought up meal ticket right after that, and like uh, Ethan Cohen could not have been laughing harder because he was like they just had a conversation about whether or not they have ethical killing, and then they were like, yeah, meal ticket, and he was like, <laughs> oh my god, he just was like, oh, and he just started like nodding his head. He's like, yeah, like we're we're, we're the worst. <laughs> 
But seeing it, I saw it with a um, friend of the show, Chris Pearsall, mm-hmm. my favorite Chris, as we've yeah. established. Um, and we were pretty close. It was just great to see it on a big screen, and he loved it, and it was great talking to him after. And I and I really did appreciate. The, I really do appreciate the movie, and I'm sorry that you hate it. I What's really your am. final on the list? Um, okay, we'll get to that, Kendra. Oh my god, um, it's Bad Times at the El Royale, which. Um, this might Can be. Can you tell me who the actors were in this? This might be a little bit of a cheat, but it's um, it's uh, Jeff Bridges, um, Chris Hemsworth, um, Cynthia uh, Arrivo. Is this the one with the secret hotel where bad things? John Ham. Yes, John Ham. So a, I needed that. This is another movie where I went to see it and I it wasn't what I expected. So about halfway through, I was like, "Hey, this wasn't what I expected." And then about three quarters of the way through, I was like, "This might be better than what I expected." Yeah. And um, part of it's due to Jeff Bridges being an all-time actor, which I tend to forget, but um, he really brings it. Yeah. And uh, but especially Cynthia Erivo, who's also great in uh, Widows. Um, she has to sing throughout the movie. It's it's a big part of the movie, and she's like she's such a beautiful singer, uh-huh. and she's also got the best um, sort of speech in the movie, which she has to be put in. Which is when at one point her character is being terrorized, um, and uh, she told the director she's like. If you don't let me say something here, it's like I'm just a victim. I need to say like this, this, and this. And he was like, I love it. Let's do it. And the issue basically oh, was like, great. you're a small man. And no matter how much you, you scare me right now, you'll just always be small. Like, like something like that. Ugh. It was great to have that at a pivotal point in like this sort of like monster movie in a way. Yeah. Not that there's monsters, but it's basically like men are monsters. Yeah, yeah. Every movie's a monster movie. <laughs> so those are my top five. I don't know if you wanted me to mention all of my honorable mentions. I want to mention my honorable mentions, which are all all of my favorite movies are your honorable mentions. Yeah, what do you got? To All the Boys I Loved Before. In the my... Netflix movie. Yeah. Fantastic. It is. It's great. Um, I just want um, Lana Condor to get more freaking roles, and I'm really mad about it. I agree. That's all. Pete Kavinsky's great. He's going to do fine. Let's get Lana Condor. I'm glad you didn't good. say his real name. Let's not say it. Let's not speak his name. <laughs> he doesn't to the world. deserve it. He got enough. He's, he got enough buzz after that. He's got so much buzz. He's got like seventy-five movies. Part of that up. was our fault too. We were part of the buzz. We were really we, into a minor the, part. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> we were like a small fly in the background. Yeah, yeah, going like no, and everyone Santino, else. Not Santino. <laughs> Sorry, I think you mean Peter Kavinsky. Peter Kavinsky, right? Sorry. Um, then a star is born. Yep. And then my oh, I'm not doing these in order. My favorite favorite, the spy who dumped me. Your favorite, favorite movie of the year. Spy Who Dummy. Spy Who Dummy. You know I love Spy Who Dummy. Also, on my honorable mention, those three movies are, are right there. I think I like uh, comedies more than you do. Oh, and Greatest Showman, I know Ken is saying that it's technically last year, but I watched it like the day before Christmas. Like that's five days before Kendra, you, the New Year. I know what you were doing earlier. You brought up Wonder Woman and some other things from eight years ago, just so you'd know. set the bar so low <laughs> that I would now be like, okay, we'll accept Greatest Showman because it actually came out on Christmas. Yeah. Which is late enough, I think. Yeah. 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 I also really like Sorry to Bother You. Sorry? Yeah, that was great. That would be in my top. Those are my tops. That was just off my list. Maybe Blockers. I really liked Blockers. I, blockers was great, too. I, and on, can I just say, I don't think you like comedies more than me. You just hate dramas. <laughs> yes. That's... You don't... It's really true. You don't like to be reminded of... Yeah, uh, you know, the humanity in the world. And I, by that, I mean how awful everything is. I think I've only liked like two serious TV shows in my life. <laughs> We're talking TV now. Uh, what's no, the, no, no, I'm just saying like probably what's the, the serious TV show? Like Leftovers, The okay. Leftovers, yeah. which I completed. Which you like for a certain reason. The certain reason was because I love sci-fi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Justin Thoreau's ripped bodice. <laughs> bodice no. is not the answer. Um, and I can't think of another serious TV show that I actually enjoy. So, it's just The Leftovers. Okay. No, there's more, but I don't. Okay, so, 
Can I mention? Yeah, mention just a your co- no, just a couple more just mm-hmm. quick things. Um, I um, just because we haven't mentioned it, I thought Black Panther was Black Panther a, was fantastic, a great uh, movie. Not even just comic book movie. Really liked it. Um, the, Love the soundtrack. Too. Death of Stalin. What well, in the soundtrack was great too. Yeah, Death of Stalin was um, hilarious and brutal. Um, loved um, Wildlife. Brutal. Not hilarious at all. Um, <laughs> Love First Man. Brutal. Not hilarious at all. Uh, Can I just say, like, that's what... I look at that list and it makes me tired. Like, I'd be physically exhausted. So to when you read Tall the Boys I Love Before a Star is Born and Spider Dump Me, you get exhausted? Is no, that what you're saying? No, those are the three that I enjoy. The ones that you just said. Okay, all right. First that, that Man, was. Other Snoozers. And then the other two I wanted to mention, just really quickly, uh, Widows, which I go back and forth on. It may have been a bad movie, even, but it also wow. might be brilliant. It has a lot going on. Interesting. Um, and I then um, Game Night. Uh, which I thought was probably the best, like, oh, no, I think Spyro Dummy probably trumps it for me, but it was up there as far as mainstream comedy. Um, Rachel McAdams does a fantastic awesome. job. She's just great. And I'm- uh, also, I think about all the time the thing where she's she has to, she's like, something is happening where she has to use both of her hands, and she uses her nose <laughs> yes, to yes. keep her phone on. Yeah. And that is just the most true part of... Uh, and he's like, you can just go into the settings. It'll take two seconds. Go into the settings. And she's like, no, 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 this is fine. She just bops her nose on the phone to keep it so that it doesn't fall asleep. And I think that's just like... That pretty much covers 2018 as a year. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> she's... yeah. Just bopping your nose to keep the phone Bo- on. Oh, bopping your nose. Boop, boop, cool. Boop, boop. Should I read all the movies that we've missed? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I don't have to. Um, let's move on. Okay. So, we also want to talk about podcasts. Yeah. And some of our favorite podcasts of the year. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Okay. So, you first. I'm nervous. Um, So, one of my favorite podcasts that is not really like a lot of the podcasts that I listen to is um, Dear Prudence, which is hosted by Daniel Mallory Orberg. What's that? I was kind of singing along the Beatles Dear Prudence song. Oh. It comes across really well on the podcast. So I know you love when I do like a, like a soft sing or <laughs> like something. Like a soft sing. There's nothing yeah. easier to edit around. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's, it's easier to edit around than a loud sing. I'll give you that. <laughs> but uh, Dear Prudence is like a, it's an advice column and it's hosted by Daniel Mallory Orberg. And it's like a fantastic, I never really thought about how helpful it would be to listen to an advice column, but he does it in such a like, nice perspective that gives you like I don't know it's just really nice if you're like a human trying to live in the world and like deal with even the most minor of conflict it's really nice to like it's like quizzing your brain Hmm. do you know what I mean it's like it's like getting the flashcards of like what would you do in this conflict what would you do in this conflict and some are like really serious like emotional things and then some are just like funny workplace things and like how do you do that because I think that um as a New Englander I have a lot of just like suppress, suppress, suppress the conflict. And I think it's been very helpful to just like listen to someone giving advice where it's like, hey, here's a very like you can tell people if you don't want to talk about something or you can ask people to change the topic or like things that seem so basic, but are like completely out of my realm of of what I would normally do. And it's so nice to hear someone just say. Hey, you can ask for what you want in life. I think I think it's important to hear those basic things. It's important to hear things that when you hear them, you say, "Well, yeah," but <laughs> like, like I, I do need to be reminded of that. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah, as New Englanders, we're kind of taught that um, you know our self worth is 
beneath the sea. No, I don't know. No, but but no, I think it's important to to just hear basic things like right. So it's been I I don't know. It's just a podcast that like I you know I was occasionally uh, reading the um, the articles. That mm-hmm. they do, like the advice column. And then finally I was like, oh, there's a podcast. Yeah. I like podcasts. Like, and, oh, I hate reading. And it's actually much nicer to just <laughs> yeah. listen to someone give a full perspective on something. Yeah, I think, I think I mean, as far as advice columns, I feel like a podcast would be, would be better. Yeah. You can hear the sort of intonations and like really, you know. Yeah, and just like an a understand. human person yeah, saying exactly. things, you know. Not that some of the advice columnists are great writers. It's just yeah. I, I could see that they're no, being and, a and positive. He, and he does a great job at giving people scripts too, which mm. is like really, really nice where it's like, it sounds like you're having this conflict at work. Here's what you should say. And it's like, wow, that's like a very is helpful it, is thing. It, is it ever like not helpful? He's like, here's what you should say. Listen, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> like, it's like, like if he agrees with someone and they're saying something that's like bothering them, but they don't necessarily know if it's a big deal, mm-hmm. he'll be like, no, I completely understand where you're coming for, from. That sounds like it's a very big deal. Yeah. So anyway, it's just like, I, I never thought about it as something that's like good for your health. But I've been like, oh, this is really helping me. You know what I thought recently, just to bring it back to me, which yeah. you know I like to do. <laughs> I actually, I was thinking very recently that um, I might be good at, at doing that. Mm. I feel like. Are you my therapist? No, 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 no. I, we have a friendship. It's that relationship. That's the relationship. No, I just, I think I'm really good at talking to other people yeah. about their issues. Yeah. Stop me if I'm embarrassing myself right now. But no, I was just thinking recently like how, but I'm awful about it with myself. Yeah. So that's messed up. No, I think that's also, it's like, that's a common I think it's a common thing, right? Where it's like, you're like good at. You can tell someone else what they should do because you're not wrapped up in it. But the moment right. you are part of the story, it's like, and, and, and then in the moment you're part of the story, like your protagonist is a trash person that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> My question to you is like, should I be a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so. You're I not think everyone should be everyone. Let's move on. <laughs> now, what was the name of that again? Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. Great. Dear Prudence. It's a Slate uh, podcast. Dear Prudence on the White Album, second song. <laughs> Is it really? Yep. For what? It's the for what? I just like, that's an insane thing to just know off the top of your head. <laughs> Wait, to know which songs are on which Beatles albums? Uh, no, th- what order they're in. It's right after the Back in the USSR. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song though I was going to ask you like, what your favorite song off the White Album was but now that seems like that's going to be a no-go <laughs> hey Kendra instead of uh, uh, rating 2018 I'm asking you to rate uh, 19 it's 68 really? yeah huh um, I would have thought later the difference is I'm not you're not like hey what was your favorite album of the year and I'm like the White Album <laughs> <laughs> it came out in late 68 so I'm going to carry it over to now <laughs> Okay, uh, what's... Do you have... Oh, yeah, I love that podcast, We both love this podcast. Yes, we're big fans. Keep It with Ira Madison, the third. Cara Brown. Yeah. And Louis Vertel. Yes. Did I get those right? I think you did. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Started listening earlier this year. They basically... It's been... It actually started this year, I'm pretty sure. I think, yeah. It's a recent... Yeah, I wouldn't have brought it up if it started before this year. No, I'm kidding. Um... 
podcasts are a little different. Uh, no, he was actually just on Colbert talking about it. Uh, oh, Colbert yeah. had him on, which is awesome, and he, he did great. Uh, basically, it's just uh, keep it as basically saying like you know if this something comes up as maybe a proposed idea for something in pop culture or even in just general the world, and we're not having it, it's like keep it. And they yeah. just sort of they they bring that up at the end of the show, but for the most part, they just talk about the weekly news and pop yeah. culture, news and news, and, the, and then they interview people. They interview people and. Oh god, it's just it's it is really like a delicious midday mid, midweek snack. They I mean honestly, they could not be more like fun to listen to. Yeah. Um I do think there are times where they get like they get a little negative, but yes. it's always in a fun way. Yeah. But for the most part like Ira is a great host, yeah. like an excellent host and then like Lewis is an insane person with crazy references. Yeah. And then Kara is like the smart one yeah. that brings them down to earth. And like, she's not... And it's like, read a book. She's not on... She, she's still fun, but she's yeah, yeah, not yeah. like going for funny a lot of times. A lot of times she's like, but let's just make sure that this point gets across, boys. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's important that you do that. Um, it's just great. Yeah. Um, that's also one of... Um, that's like my one of my top three. And my other one is um, The Daily 202 which is a Washington Post podcast. And pretty much it, there's a lot of, I really love The Daily, the New York Times' mm-hmm. podcast, but that's like a long, and and they're more done as like stories almost. I really enjoy it, but I often find that like, I need to find the right story for It's me also coming from the failing to. New York Times. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> unlike the Washington Post. I forget what the name is for them. <laughs> The um, actually finding out all the bad shit I'm doing, Washington Post. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what, uh, unlike The Daily, which is like these like 40 minute episodes that really like focus deep dive into one story, The Daily 202 does a deep dive, but they're five minute episodes. And pretty much he's like, here's the things you need to do- know today. And they're like four quick things. Mm-hmm. And then he dives into this larger topic that's like, um, like, what Trump's new plan does for this or stuff like that. And it is like so nice to have an abbreviated thing, but also it's like coming from a very smart perspective, but not a little too prescriptive. I think that's something that Mm. I have an issue with sometimes news podcasts can be a little bit like, so what you're saying is, you know what I mean? They they, they, they like kind of explain it too much where I'm like, yeah, you can just give me the information and I'll figure it out from there. And he does a, a lot of great stuff where it's like he's definitely inside Washington. And so he knows a lot of things that like I might not understand. And all he'll do is explain that and then be like, and this is the repercussions that it'll, it'll have. And it's like done in five minutes and I feel smarter because of it. So that's a podcast I really like. Just quickly, two two more podcasts I really like. Okay. Um, Pop Culture Happy Hour with Linda mm. Holmes. Uh, it's a um, NPR podcast. Yeah, it's great because it's like twenty minutes, Ooh. and they they pick one thing and then they usually uh, that they all talk about, and then they talk about like something that's making them happy at the mm-hmm. end, which is a great little thing. I found out about a few things that way. Um, it's it's a little it stings a little when like all of them hate something that I like and mm-hmm. they're like this was trash and I'm like oh I really like that but it's uh it's it, but it's still great and then it's a lot fun when you kind of I just listen to the one on the favorite uh, and, and it was just all Gl- of you Glenn Weldon it. and Stephen Thompson are the other two uh, like hosts that are usually on but Linda Holmes is the main host and like they were all just talking about how much they knew Glenn Weldon would love it and he was like yes it was terrific <laughs> like, it was just like they were all just like loving it and um, 
Yeah, it was it was it's just a fun podcast. And then finally the good place the podcast because mm. and that might give a little Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> it might give an indication of what might be on my TV list oh for the year, god. but I won't say anything more. Wow. <laughs> what could it be? What a tease. That's actually the perfect tease to tell people that you should listen next week. Are you saying that that was like a a, a Hanes crew neck? It's the perfect tea for an under, <laughs> for an undershirt. <laughs> I thought you were still saying tease, and I was like, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I'd say, I'd say a Hanes V-neck is a bit of a tease, but I wouldn't go like crazy with it. I also didn't even make it plural, so it didn't make any sense. Perfect tea, tea, uh, peppermint. That's that's my 2018 favorite tea. Ooh, it's also my 2017, 2016, 2016. 2015, yep. 2014. I've liked it since uh, since I was about six. So get ready. Fantastic. Um, okay, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, yep. You can catch us next week. We also wanted to let you know if you want to become a listener supporter, you can do that. Um, you can go to anchor.fm slash Kendra Ken. Yeah, you could, we won't stop you. Yeah, we won't stop you. And I think one of the coolest things, you can just do it like a dollar a month. Yeah. It's like, and also... You don't have to do anything, but you could. No, Kendra, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there because we were talking about this and we actually were asking for real. What? What would, what would dear prudence tell me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram, uh, at degrees of Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still doing that. And then we have our medium posts and I will say that, um, we now have t- three up. We're going to have lists of all of the things that we're saying to this week so that if you ever want to go back and be like, what did they say they liked? It's we, all going we to be We have three there. up? We've... It's in the future, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't get how this works. I thought the future was now. This isn't um, live? <laughs> I thought this was a radio show. Oh. Um, and then one other fun little thing is... oh. I was going to be that our latest medium post is about uh, the movie, the holiday calendar. Yeah. So if you haven't watched that, you can watch it or you can just read the article and there's some jokes in it. We got some good feedback from, from friends of the show. Yeah. We got that. some applause. Yeah. That's great. So we did. No, we did. <laughs> there's claps. On the, the, yeah. Our, and we appreciate our, our it. Our grand post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. On Christmas. Yep. Get ready. Be there under the tree. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>